0: Good morning, and welcome to the Kids' Corner. It's the end of the year, and for some of us, it might feel like a relief. A lot has happened in this past year, but not everything has been bad. In fact, Mr. Jacobs has been looking back over his drama scripts
1: to see some of the best we've had this year. And while he's at it, he's decided to listen to a few as well. Let's join him. And now... From the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the motivating drama, The Delivery Truck, an adapted biblical teaching about laziness. Once upon a time, in the town of Tinkerton, there was a delivery truck driver.
0: Nice to meet you. I'm Daphne. I deliver packages and parcels from Pleasant Valley to the other side of Crystal Clear Lake. And she does a great job too. Oh, thanks boss.
1: On the day of our story, Daphne loaded up her truck and noticed something.
0: Hmm, this is a really light day. There aren't as many packages as usual. Looks like I'll have a lot of time left.
1: She took her regular route, making good time and feeling quite pleased with herself.
0: You know, I think I have enough time to stop by the park and feed the ducks. What a wonderful day!
1: She decided to take a break and parked in the park's parking lot.
0: Better grab my parka!
1: What Daphne didn't realize was nearby, a bank was being robbed.
0: Alright everyone, thanks for the money, but I've got to split. Don't ring any alarms, don't try to stop me, don't forget to eat your vegetables. See you in the papers!
1: The bank robber ran down the street, leapt over the park fence, and hid in the bushes.
0: Boy, boiler oh boy, a score. A few more of these and I might be able to buy a getaway car.
1: The thief knew that she would eventually be found by the police, so she looked around for a way to escape.
0: Ah, a delivery truck. Hope it's unlocked.
1: Unfortunately, Daphne had been in such a hurry to feed the ducks, she hadn't thought to lock the doors of her truck. So the robber had little trouble climbing in and driving off with it.
0: Hey, where'd my truck go?
1: The next day, Daphne's boss called her into her office.
0: So, I assume you've read the papers. Not really. I get most of my news from social media. Let me enlighten you. Delivery truck robber strikes banks across county. Robber demands banks to stand and deliver. Delivery girl is a menace. Wait. Is that my truck on the front page? Care to
1: explain? The moral is, God warns us in His Word not to give Satan a chance when it comes to letting him use us for his plans. Instead, we need to be careful, hardworking, and responsible with the time and talents God has given us, because Satan is always looking for a way to turn God's goodness into something that will make him look bad. Kind of like a bank robber driving around in a delivery truck. Now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the adequate drama The Dishonest Dishwasher, an adapted biblical proverb about truth. Once upon a time, in the Tinkerton Mall, there was a restaurant.
0: Cora's Kitchen. I'm Cora. How many in your party?
1: As with all restaurants, there were cooks, waiters, cashiers, and far in the back was the dishwasher.
0: More dishes for you, Meg. Great, more dishes.
1: Like most dishwashers, Meg's job was to make sure all of the dishes were clean and shiny so they could be used again by new customers.
0: I can't stand this work. Have you ever tried washing 800 plates a day? Now imagine 8,000. Yeah, that's the life I lead these days.
1: One day, Meg finally had enough.
0: More dishes, Meg. Better get these done in a hurry. Looks like we've got a tour bus coming in, and we'll have a lot more coming in for you soon. Ugh. I've had it with these dishes. I'll never get these all done. Only there was some way to...
1: Meg's eyes happened upon the ceiling and noticed it was a drop ceiling.
0: That's the kind that has panels that you can take out wonder…
1: Meg climbed onto the counter and pushed up one of the panels and peered into the dark space. There's plenty of
0: room up here. I've got a bunch of dishes up here. No one would notice. I'll just start with one or two.
1: And so, for the next few months, whenever Cora brought more dishes than Meg thought was worth cleaning, she would craftily hide one or two dishes in the ceiling just to make it easier on herself.
0: All right, everyone, gather around. You've all done good work, but tonight, we will be having a special visitor. No, it's not a movie star or someone famous. It's the health inspector. He will be checking to make sure that Cora's Kitchen is a safe place for people to eat. That means we need to be cleaner than ever, so he will be impressed. Meg, that means to be extra careful with the dishes, but I want you to be just as fast. All right. Let's go feed some people.
1: Needless to say, Meg wasn't happy about the news. The ceiling got a few more dishes than usual that day.
0: Oh, hello, welcome to Cora's Kitchen, I'm- You may dispense with the pleasantries, Cora. I'm not here to eat food. I have come for the
1: examination of your establishment.
0: Of course, Mr. Health Inspector.
1: I think we should start in the kitchen.
0: Right this way.
1: The health inspector looked under the sinks, in the ovens, behind the fridge.
0: Is there something you're looking for, sir?
1: Hmm, yes. There's a
0: distinct odor to this place. I noticed it as soon as I came in. Odor? Well, maybe it's the food you smell. It was garlic day, after all. No, this is a musty smell, like old food. Not at all safe. It seems strongest over here by the washing station. Well, that would make sense. It's where all the old food goes. The smell seems to be coming from the ceiling. Oh, well, that makes uh, less sense. What would I find if I lifted this? I suppose you didn't know about this? Uh, I didn't! These plates are disgusting!
1: It didn't take long for Cora to realize who was responsible for this.
0: Excuse me for a moment, will you? I have a certain dishwasher to fire.
1: The moral is, when we are dishonest, we might think that we have found a way around getting caught. But the Bible tells us in many places that this is never the case. Sooner or later, all of our misdeeds will be discovered. And you can be sure, that only means trouble. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the super drama, The Distracted Superhero, an adapted biblical teaching about living for God. Once upon a time in the thriving city of downtown, there lived a superhero.
0: Greetings, fair citizens.
1: She would fly to and fro throughout the metropolis, bringing law and safety to the streets and alleys.
0: She is the face of justice in our city. If only she was around all the time. Yeah, she only does all these incredible things on Sundays. The rest of the time, we're
1: pretty much on our own. Yes, as strange as it seems, if disaster struck on a weekday or on a Saturday, this superhero was nowhere to be found. There were a few theories to why this was the case. I think she
0: has other cities that she protects, places far away we've never heard of before. She saves a different city every day. I think she gets her power from the sun, and that's why she can only be a superhero on her day Sunday.
1: I don't think so. Then, one day, a mild mannered news reporting science lawyer took off her glasses to clean them and was recognized.
0: Hey, you're the superhero! It's you! And it's not even a Sunday! Uh, hi. You're right, it is her. Wow, can I have an autograph? Don't be rude. Oh, right, sorry. May I please have an autograph? Look, guys, I can't stick around. Sunday, maybe? We were just talking about that. Maybe you can clear something up for us. Yeah, how come you're not saving people and doing superhero stuff all the time? Why just Sundays? Yeah, we could have really used your help with that whole alien invasion last Thursday. Well, it's just that I just want to have time to do my own thing, you know? How am I supposed to enjoy life if I have to help people and be an example of how to be a good citizen? Can't I just live for me? But you're a superhero. You help people. That's why you have powers. After all, with great- Look, I'm sick of people telling me how I should use my powers. You're lucky I stick around at all. You need me. I don't know. I think we deserve a better hero than a selfish brat. So much for a hero. More like a fake. I'm not a fake. I'm a hero. I save people all the time. Obviously not all the time. Looks like we need to find ourselves another superhero. No, come
1: back. Forget it. We're only interested in a real hero. The moral is, being a Christian isn't something we turn on and off when we feel like it. It's who we are. We live for God, and by serving him, we are examples of his forgiveness, power, and love. Sometimes we can get distracted by our own wants and we can stop serving God. But when we start living for ourselves instead of Him, it not only makes us look like fakes, but it also hurts our chances of being able to serve Him. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the moist drama, The Mysterious Leak, an adapted biblical parable about sin. Once upon a time in the house down the road, there lived a man named Stanley. Nice to meet you. Stanley enjoyed living in his house and especially liked spending time in the kitchen making all kinds of meals. The saying is true. The way to a man's heart is through his stomach.
0: Say, is it raining outside?
1: Stanley peeked from his kitchen window and saw that the weather had indeed shifted from a clear sunny day to a light drizzle. Hmm, just the right weather for my rainy day soup. As Stanley made his way to the sink, he caught himself as, whoa! Where did this puddle come from? I must have a leak somewhere.
0: I better call the repair company. Hello, Speedy Repair Twins? I seem to have a leaky roof. And, hold on, there's someone at the door. You called the Speedy Repair Twins? Let's see if we can find this leak. You never know with leaks. How did you, uh, uh, yes, a leak. It must be a hole in the roof or something. Nothing up here. Hmm, maybe it's coming up from the basement. I hadn't thought of. Well, it's a good thing you didn't. That's not where it's coming from. Boy, it sure is raining out there. It's not coming in from the back door or any of the windows. Well, that can only mean one thing. What? The chimney! Nope, already checked that, too. It must be that the rain isn't leaking into your house at all. How can that be? There's a puddle of rain in my kitchen. Correction, there's a puddle of water in your kitchen. What's the difference? Plenty. Rain comes from the sky. Water comes through... pipes. See, the water wasn't coming from the outside. It was coming from the inside. Of course, the rain may have raised the water table a little, and that might have made a difference, but plumbing can be tricky. Takes me forever to fix. Speaking of which, that'll do it. That'll be $500, please.
1: The moral is, sometimes we think that people do bad things because they have let things in the world change who they are. In reality, we all have wicked desires inside of us from the day we are born that only God can get rid of. We can try to keep evil out of our lives by staying away from bad things, but we need to start by asking God to take care of the badness inside us first.